Hello, today in our Bible Plus podcast, we come to Revelation 13. Briefly, in Revelation, we see that Christ is the center of God's administration according to God's eternal economy, that is, His plan. A crucial verse to see such a one is Revelation 119. It says, Write therefore the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which are about to take place after these things. With this last part of this verse, uh, as a general view of the things to come, these, th- these things began from Christ's ascension and will continue to eternity future. However, in between, there are some important things and crucial matters that we would like to cover. Uh, one of these matters is here in Revelation 13. This chapter gives us a view of an extraordinary person that will be revealed at the end of this age, and that is the Antichrist. Also, here we see another figure, and that is the false prophet. Regarding these two figures, figures, the scriptures has much to say about them in the books of Daniel, 2 Thessalonians, and Revelation. The scriptures reveal that this remarkable leader, Antichrist, will appear at the end of this age. He will appear first to oppose God by persecuting the God-worshipping Jews and persecute many believing Christians. Second, he will exalt himself as God and demand that he be worshipped. As believers, we all believe the Lord's second coming is near, and Revelation 13 is important because it really gives us God's view of this evil, powerful person at the end of this age. The Lord himself in Matthew 24 verses 3 and 15, tells us that at that time the Antichrist will set up his image uh, as an idol in the temple of God and demand to be worshipped. Paul also confirms this word by telling us in 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 3 and 4, that at the end of this age, the Antichrist must first appear, set himself up as an object of worship in the temple of God in Jerusalem, saying that he is God. So with these passages in mind, we'd like to continue to fellowship a bit more about the dragon, the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the number of the beast. So first, the dragon. In Revelation 12, Satan is depicted as a dragon and was defeated and cast out of heaven to the earth. Revelation 12.18 says, And he stood on the sand of the sea. Following this, 13.1 says, And I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. The sea, both in these two passages, as well as the great sea in Daniel 7.2, refers to the Mediterranean Sea. So here we see that the sea is the link connecting chapters 12 and 13. And we also see that Uh, After coming to the earth, immediately the dragon will stir up the beast from the sea. The sand of the sea here indicates that it is the seashore of the Holy Land, uh, the nation of Israel. The dragon will stand there and cause the beast to come up out of the sea. The fact that the dragon stands on the sand of the sea and the holy city, Jerusalem, and will trample the city for 42 months indicates that Satan's persecution in the Great Tribulation will be carried out mainly in the land of Israel. 
The second figure that we want to see is the beast out of the sea, that is the Antichrist. Revelation 13.1 uh, tells us that this beast refers to the Antichrist as the fourth beast, as mentioned in Daniel 7.7. 7. Also, the Antichrist will come from two sources. One, his spirit, which exists in the abyss before he is born, will come up out of the abyss. The second thing is his body will come from one of the Gentile nations around the Mediterranean Sea. In Revelation 12.3, we also see the seven heads and ten horns of the beast are those of the dragon. This indicates that the beast is one with the dragon. So the word here also uh, indicates that the Antichrist and the ten kings uh, in the revived Roman Empire will be one with Satan. Also, Revelation 13.2 tells us that uh, the beast that uh, John saw was like a leopard and his feet like those of a bear and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. According to Daniel 7 verses 4 through 6, the leopard, which is characterized by swift and cruel, cruel movement, was the symbol of a of Alexander the Great, the king of Greece. The bear is characterized by its destroying feet and was symbolized by the monarchy of Medo-Persia. The lion, characterized by its devouring mouth, was a symbol of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. Since the Antichrist, the beast, is like these three, he will have all their characteristics as mentioned in Daniel 7, verses 4 through 7. So here we have the totality of all the evil powers in human history embodied in this one figure, the Antichrist. We may say that he is an all-inclusive beast. Continuing, Revelation 13.3 says, And one of his heads was as it were slain to death, and his death stroke was healed, and the whole earth marveled after the beast. One of his heads refers to one of the Caesars who will be slain and resuscitated. Uh, his death stroke was healed means that the Caesar will be resuscitated from death. Because of this, the whole world will marvel and follow after him. Now we come to the third figure, and that is the beast out of the earth, and that is the false prophet. Revelation 13, 11 tells us that the false prophet who comes up out of the earth is a lamb in form, but a beast in actuality. And this indicates that he is false. Revelation 5, 6 speaks of Christ as the Lamb of God with seven horns, as the seven spirits of God. But here, the false prophet is a false lamb with two horns that sends out unclean spirits, according to Revelation 16, 13. Also, continuing regarding the false prophet, Verses 12 through 15 tells us that as a prophet, he will speak so as to cause many people to follow him to worship the first beast, that is the Antichrist, or the second beast, that is the Antichrist. 
Because the Antichrist will be killed and miraculously resuscitated, people will worship him. This will be the message of the false prophet. Just as the prophets of God today preach the resurrection of Christ, at that time the false prophet will preach the resuscitation of the Antichrist. We now come to the fourth point, that as the matter of the number of the beast... Revelation thirteen sixteen through 18 says, And he causes all, the small and the great, and the rich and the poor, and the free men and the slaves, to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. 17. And that no one may be able to buy or sell except him who has the mark, that is, the name of the beast or the number of his name. 18. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. In verse 18, first, this number means that it is the number of a man, and second, it is the number of the name of the beast. Over church history, many Christian scholars have spent much time to find the meaning of this number. And what has been learned from their studies is that during the time that John wrote Revelation in the first century, the Roman emperor was Caesar Nero. In the Hebrew and Greek languages, letters also represent numbers. The number represented by the Hebrew letters of the name Nero is 306, and the number represented by Caesar is 360. So the total comes to 666. Therefore, Caesar Nero is the name of this man and the name of the beast. So this is the end of this podcast. May the Lord prepare us as his bride for his coming. Much grace to you all.